It's 7.30 in the evening. The kids have finished their homework. Dad has poured himself a cocktail. And WSHR is on the air. Broadcast live via podcast from the Magnetic 375 in Asheville, North Carolina. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Sand Planet. For your next vacation, visit Sand Planet with magnificent rolling dunes, blistering ever-present sun, and monstrous warm gods. Sand Planet is the place for you. Remember, it's always summer on Sand Planet. Sand Planet. The planet of sand. Sand Planet. Back in demand. Sand Planet. Work on your tan. Sand Planet. See it firsthand. Sand Planet. (laughs) Hello, ladies. We have arrived. Finally. First vacation in forever. I am so looking forward to this week. After all that stress at work, I need this. I need a drink. Ashley, it's not just a party. This is a time to relax and get in touch with our inner self. (laughs) As long as my inner self gets some time during happy hour, I'll be happy. Oh, look, that must be our tour guide. Indeed, I am your tour guide, my weary travelers. It is I, Brother Malachi, leader of the indigenous people of Sand Planet. And this is my faithful companion, Brother Kolath. Say hello, Kolath. Oh, hello. Is he okay? Pay his moaning no mind, for you see, Brother Kolath lost his tongue in the Great Sand War. But enough about that. Allow me to welcome you all to our home, the glorious Sand Planet. Thank you. You know, for a place called Sand Planet, I expected there to be a lot more sand. (laughs) You would be right. (laughs) You are standing on the Tor of Azimuth, the only rock outcropping on the entirety of Sand Planet. The Tor provides us the only place for spaceships to safely land. Oh. Where's the hotel? It is not far. But first, perhaps you'd like to visit our gift shop. Well, sure, but I'd rather do that later in the trip. Nonsense, please. Uh, It's just over here, and the store is well-stocked with the very best in Sand Planet souvenirs. It's not really a gift shop. More like a gift kiosk. You know what? I don't know. I really like this I Heart Sand t-shirt. Let's all get one. Agreed. (laughs) Excellent. That'll be 47 sand dollars. It is, too, a good joke. Quiet. Now, ladies, follow me to your accommodations. Oh, is it far? Not at all. Just a few hundred meters west to the gate. Uh, Do not bother with your luggage. It shall be delivered at a later hour. Now, follow me. So is it always so hot here on Sand Planet? Uh, Brother Kolath was quoting from our scripture. uh, The day is only as hot as the passion that burns inside you. (laughs) That's so true. Uh, But to answer your question... No, it's not always so hot. Mostly, it's much hotter. Really? Yeah, by several orders of magnitude. You are right, Brother Kolath. That was quite the scorcher. What did he say? He was recalling the time that Brother Maynard burst into flame due to the intense heat. Well, that's... Okay, because it'll make the cocktails taste so much better. Oh, speaking of, is there a bar close by? 
Well, my apologies, ma'am. Uh, there's to be no consumption of beer or wine or spirits, but for we denizens of Sand Planet are devout in our beliefs and allow no intoxicants here. Oh, okay. Surely this does not disappoint you. you no, know, no, not, not, not at all. Right, yeah. We're not here to party, we're here to bond. It's more important for us to spend time as friends. That's why we traveled here, right? Right. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Malachi, we love to hike. Any suggestions? Oh, something with a view. Something with a view? Why, one only needs hike in any direction of their choice, and one will be subjected to the inspiring vistas from atop our majestic sand dunes. Hurry up, ladies. We're almost to the gate. What are the views of? Why, sand, of course. <laughs> what about wildlife or interesting vegetation? Well, there is no flora to speak of, as this is a sand planet covered in sand. Uh, but for local fauna, there's three distinct forms of animal life. Uh, the first would be uh, the vicious sand fleas, which are each roughly the size of one of your coconuts and about as, as vicious as a brutal sandstorm. Yeah. The next would be the mutated sand spider, which lays in wait just below the sand to snare unsuspecting people who walk by. And, and finally, the giant monstrous sandworms. Here we are. Let me open the gate. <laughs> Giant sandworms? Yeah, one might say monstrous. Yeah, now step through here. Come on, through the gate. Walk out into the majesty of a planet covered in sand. Oh, my, it, it's so bright. Nothing but sand as far as the eye can see. Yeah, I'm still wondering about the sandworms. Are they dangerous? That's a good question. Dangerous. Not for us sand planetarians. <laughs> That's a relief. Well, I should say they're not dangerous to us, but they are so to off-worlders like yourself. What? You see, we sand planetarians worship the sandworms as our gods, and to appease our gods, we regularly offer up off-worlders as a sacrifice. <laughs> you had me for a moment. I mean, you're saying that we are bound to be eaten by giant sandworms. And that we sand people consider to be our gods. Yes, that is what is going to happen. Uh, which is why you're standing on the sand while we are safe inside standing on solid rock. Colath, is this true? <laughs> Let us back in. Uh, alas, we cannot, but if you turn around now, you'll see a magnificent sight. What will we see? The approach of our glorious sand gods. <laughs> glorious sand gods? Oh, look out! <laughs> Let us pray, Brother Colath. Would you like to lead the prayer? Sand planets, the planet of sand. Sand planets, back in demand. Sand planets, Ooh, the worms have a plan. Sand planets. Your death is at hand, sand planets. Well, let's open up the off-worlders' luggage and see if they had anything worthwhile. Ooh, a laptop. Oh, that's mine. Yes, Brother Colath, what did you find? Oh, lacy unmentionables and a prescription of Xanax. <laughs> sand gods be praised. <laughs> Remember, 
Sustaining WSHR listeners receive a special discount of 10% off Sand Planet merchandise just for being a WSHR member. Not yet a WSHR member? Well, what's the matter with you? Are you too good for us? <laughs> Whatever. And now for a WSHR news update. Alien ships have appeared in orbit all around the globe. No communication has been established, but the authorities insist we have nothing to fear. The next segment is brought to you by Stan's Survival Bunkers. When you think survival, you think Stan's. Next up, we travel the cosmos with the intrepid crew of the USCSS Bucket. Tonight's episode, Doppelganger, part one. Space, the big empty. We voyage throughout the Yankee Blacks looking for adventure, excitement, and a decent Cuban sandwich. I'm Captain Jersey Standard, and this is my ship, the Bucket. And these are our stories. <clears throat> Captain's log, space date, um, let's see here, I am 2233, 2237D987DX51-000. Gutman, what the hell kind of a space date is this? Uh, that's not the space date, that's Zach's lottery numbers. It is? Yeah, here, on the monitor, that's today's space date. Oh, uh, okay, thank, thank you. <clears throat> All right, uh, Captain's Log, space date 47-22.1. Yeah, that, that's better, that's better. Uh, after a brief stopover on Reticuli 4 to drop off the space baby. His name is Harold. Right, right. Harold. Anywho's, uh, after dropping a little squid off at the Space Academy, we made a brief stopover on Sand Planet. Then we shoved off for a cargo run to Cygnus Alpha, some several weeks away at present speed. Normally, these types of trips can be maddening to myself and the crew, but surprisingly, Lieutenant Lungs, usually one of the more disagreeable members of the crew, has made it his mission to keep spirits up. And by the gods, he's done an amazing job. Captain out. Course laid in. Looks like we'll hit orbit in about 23 days. 23 days? I still don't see why we can't just use the FTL drive. I told you, the bucket's FTL isn't safe to use. The hells, you say? It's worked fine for as long as I remember. At least it worked fine until you joined up with us. I highly doubt that. Ah, uh, what do you know anyway? Well, I know that somehow you've cobbled together a Utani quantum processor with a Cyberdyne accelerator unit. Both top-of-the-line products. Which are completely incompatible. I'm surprised you never had any sort of interdimensional phasing incident during a jump. You are such a wet space blanket. Why? Because I don't like the idea of using an FTL that may go haywire and send us into some other plane of existence? Look, yes, there have been a few times when we've jumped into some sort of demonic dimension, but it only lasts a minute or so. And still have a hell of a lot better than taking the granny lane. Regardless, that is how we will travel. <laughs> Freaking space pilot. What was that? Nothing. Good. What now? Proximity alert. Sensors have detected another vessel. Out here? That's odd. You think that's odd? The unknown ship just changed course. Really? What's their new heading? It looks like they've set a direct heading for us. Well, uh, I'm sure it's just a coinkydink. <laughs> Who'd want a rendezvous with the bucket? <laughs> mm, well, based on your history, it could be a collection agency. Gutman. Planetary marshals, interplanetary marshals. Gutman, that's enough. Interdimensional interplanetary marshals. 
Space Mafia, Parasitic Collective. Anytime now, Lieutenant. Imperial Bounty Hunters, Alien Blood Prodigio. Gutman. Oh, and don't forget how you pissed off the NRA. Stop it. <laughs> you stop it and that's an order. Besides, we haven't seen any of the Alien Blood Peridium since we left the Chorus 9. Just remember, the Prodigium have your blood scent, and that's a curse for a lifetime. Good point, yeah. Oh, Captain, I'm just joshing you. From what I can tell, it's probably a courier or delivery ship or something. Did you order anything online? No, not that I can recall. No. You were pretty drunk last night. Well, regardless, increase speed to put some distance twixt us and them. Aye, aye, sir. Bridge, Captain speaking. Good afternoon, Captain. Ah, uh, yes, Lieutenant Lungs. How's the mess hall? Spicking, span and smelling of fresh cookies. Who wants a snack? Oh, oh, I do, I do, I do. Yeah. Well, come on down to the mess hall and get some cookies and space milk. Where did you get space milk? Oh, I picked up a couple of uh, baby sandworms from Sam Planet expressly for milking. So, the milk is from some sort of giant worm. Exactly. Works for me. I'll be right down. Cat out. All right, Gutman, ship is yours. I gotta get me some of them there cookies. <laughs> Captain, just a minute. Yeah? What, what is it? Can't you see my blood sugar's dropping? Yeah, yeah, but isn't it weird how helpful Lungs has been since we shoved off? I would go so far as to say weird, yeah? No, it's weird. How so? For one thing, he's clean. Real clean. He even smells good. Great, in fact. So he's discovered hygiene, so much the better. And he's been so unusually helpful. Exactly, he organized my extensive collection of space porn. Also weird. What, wait, what's weird? Did he organize my space porn? Or the contents of said space porn? Captain, that's not weird, that's filth. It's art. Whatever, let's get back on target. We landed on Sand Planet for 48 hours, during which Lungs was basically MIA. He had earned some downtime. You don't find it strange that he all but disappeared? Nah, he was probably with his girlfriend. His girlfriend. That he paid for. Look, look, just leave well enough alone. What's that? Let's see. Huh. What? The unknown craft has increased its speed as well. It's, it's starting to catch up. Oh, how long till it reaches us? Pretty soon, less than an hour. Can, can we increase speed? We don't have enough fuel. We have just enough gas to get us to the Cygnius Alpha at present speed. Any faster and we run out before we reach orbit. Well. Keep an eye on it and keep me posted. Now I'm off to get me some cookies. <laughs> Howdy, boys. Hey, look who it is, Jack. It's our favorite person. Uh, you mean the captain? The same. Hey, Zach, let's sing us the, the happy captain song. Oh, oh okay. <clears throat> Captain Standard's awesome. Captain, Captain Standard's great. Under Captain Standard. Oh, we, we can take the weight. He will never leave us. That uh, we get it to test. Because he has the answers. That always work out good. I mean best. <laughs> that was a whale of a tune. Zach, did you write that? Right, right, right what? Yeah, never mind. Lungs, I guess you drew up that little ditty. Oh, shucks, Captain. It's worth nothing. <laughs> it worth two something. Hey, still got some of them there cookies? Sure do. Plus a fresh glass of space milk. <laughs> Lungs, that, that space milk is green. 
That's because it's chalk-filled with vitamins. <coughs> trust me, it's delicious. Trust you, man. Of course you can trust me. Zach sure does. Don't you, Zach? Yeah, yeah, I trust him impeccably. <laughs> so drink up. All right, just a sip. <laughs> See? It is rather tasty. Yummy, in fact. Take another sip. Oh, I spilled some. Got a towel? Uh, there should be some clean towels in the laundry. I'll be right back. <laughs> so, Zach, how are you today? Uh, I'm, I'm confused. How so? Well, like one moment, I'm suspicious of things, and then like another moment, um, everything seems fine. Well, in um, general, are you not always a touch deranged? I think so, yeah. Uh, at least the voices in my head sometimes think so. But there is something that I was very worried about. I'm back! Here, Captain, a clean towel. Zach, you got your worried face on. Are you worried about something? Uh, yeah, no. Maybe. Oh, Zach. Whatever it was, I am positive there's nothing to it. Am I right? Here, have another cookie. Oh, oh, okay. So, is there anything that concerns you? No, I guess, I guess not, no, no. Ah, ah, that's great news. Hey, Zach, why don't you go up to the bridge and keep Gutman company? Oh, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Gutman doesn't like me being on the bridge due to my love of uncontrolled fires. Not <laughs> no, nonsense, Zach. It's fine. Here, eat another cookie. Mm. Uh, uh, I don't want another. Eat the cookie, Zach. Yes, sir. <laughs> Good boy. Now run up to the bridge. You can trust me. Okie doke. Here, Captain. Have a cookie. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, <laughs> have another. Now, I heard there's another ship on course to intercept us. True, but how did you know that? Don't worry about that. Are you concerned about this ship? Well, Gutman thinks it's nothing more than a courier ship. So it's nothing to worry about then, is it? Uh, I guess not, no. Good. Have another cookie. <laughs> In fact, what say you to the idea that we just cut our engines then allow the other ship to catch up? Well, I'm not so sure about that. About what? You said there's nothing to be concerned about, well, right? Well, yeah, but there's still a risk. Nonsense. You think so? It's a little weird. And I believe you should order Gutman to cut the engines and let this other ship catch up. What? Oh, no, no, we can't do that. <laughs> Have another cookie. All right. What if I told you that the other ship would lead us to a pirate gas station? A, a pirate gas station? Yes, where you could purchase gas at below market rates. Below market rates. Plus, they sell fireworks. Oh, Zach would love fireworks. Exactly. Yeah. All we need to do is cut our engines. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. Captain, I already told you that you can trust me. Have another cookie. You know, you're right. Come, let us go to the bridge and come to a full stop. You go on ahead. I I'll be along shortly. Toodles. <laughs> Toodles. <laughs> did, did I did I leave my gin in here? No. Hmm. Okay. Scheme does Lungs have up his sleeve? What purpose does the mystery ship serve? 
How will the captain's GI tract handle all that space milk considering he's lactose intolerant? Not well, I assure you. Find out in chapter two of Flight of the Bucket, Doppelganger. If, after a night of good hard drinking, you find yourself thinking the Sarlacc pit's looking pretty sexy, you might be a space redneck. If you go hunting for Wookie and come back with a new girlfriend named Chew Betty, you might be a space redneck. If your home-built microwave's radiation leak ends up giving you a third eye, you might be a space redneck. If you ever accidentally destroyed a planet because it was blocking your view, you might be a space redneck. <laughs> your idea of foreplay is to set your phaser to stun. <laughs> you might be a space redneck. And now a WSHR news update. Alien ships have begun touching down in Southeast Asia. No news yet regarding their purpose. In fact, there's been no news at all. All communications have ceased. Despite that, authorities are cautiously optimistic that all of this is for the best. <laughs> and now for today's horoscope from WSHR's own psychic, Carrie. Thanks, Sarah. Today's horoscope is for everyone to run and hide. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, there's a few that should know they're doomed. Coming up next on WSHR, a docudrama detailing the exploits of the Space Highway Patrol, where the galaxy once appeared lawless and full of danger. Thanks to the dedication and professionalism of the Space Highway Patrol, those days are long past. Uh, uh, Captain Fargle? Cap Ca Captain Fargle, report, report to the bridge. Uh, report to the bridge immediately. Commander Gelf, what is the meaning of all this? I was almost finished heating my soup. It's, it's our life support. It's failing. Failing? Yes, yes. Uh, according to my calculations, we have just a few minutes at best. That can't be. Let me see the readouts. Well, here, look, look, look for yourself. Well, let's see here. Wait, why is this console all sticky? Is this jelly? <laughs> y yes, sir. Grape. How did you get grape jelly all over the console? Sir, shouldn't we focus on the problem at hand? I am focusing on the problem at hand, which is a filthy ship. You know that a filthy ship attracts, you know what? Sir? Vermin! That's what, you heard me, vermin. You must clean and sterilize this area immediately. Um, all things considered, sir, that is the least of our problems. You think so? Then what? 
Commander, do you suppose is the most of our problems? Uh, failing life support? All right. The life support. Are there any safe ports for us to dock? Uh, no, sir. Uh, perhaps we could use a lifeboat. Still out of range. We're all alone. Dear God. That means... I'm afraid so. We're doomed. Thank you for killing that alarm. No problem. <laughs> no problem. So, um... Do you, uh, feel like playing cards? What? Cards. You know, we could play Uno or Canasta or... Why would I want to play cards yeah, I don't right know. now? I don't know. Pass the time? No, thank you. I don't want to play cards. What about if we play Crazy Eights? Crazy Eights is essentially Uno. So no, I don't want to play. Oh. So... Just want to sit there? Yes. Yes, I do. I want to sit here and contemplate our fate. Cool. <laughs> did you... Did you just fart? No. No. Don't lie to me. I'm not lying. Really? Then who farted? I'm not saying it was anybody. It was indeed somebody, either me or you, and it certainly wasn't me, and... Oh, God! What did you eat? I went to Taco Tuesday back on the station. This is Friday. Well, I have a slow digestive system. No! Oh. oh, my eyes are burning! I do like a lot of hot sauce. I can't believe you befouled what little air we have left with atomized fecal matter. Let's change the subject. You know, take, take our minds off of things. How? Well, do you have any regrets about your life? Anything you want to confess? Not really. I've always tried to live up to the captain's code of conduct. <laughs> you are such a... Fun, fun guy. I try to be a moral person. Whatever. Surely you haven't always been this uptight. What do you mean? Well, I mean you can't be perfect every single moment of your life. Well, if I am being incredibly honest... Oh, sounds juicy. <laughs> I stole a few of those cookies your mother shipped to you last Christmas. That's it? That's enough, I would think. I stole from you. Yeah, but it was just a couple of cookies. That your mother baked for you. Yeah, but they were pretty terrible. How can you say that? My mom's not a very good cook. She's your mother! Well, you tell me. You ate the cookies. How were they? They were dry. See? Dry! As in not very good. So, how about you? Anything you'd like to 
get off your chest before you die? Well, there are a few things I've been meaning to tell you. Go on. All right, let's... It's just not easy to say. Just let it out. Okay. Here it goes. I slept with your ex-girlfriend. You did? Yep. Which one? Uh, all of them. <laughs> all of them? Yeah. Oh. Blazed the trail, as it were. Uh, did you, did you sleep with them before or after we... Broke up? Yeah. Before. Oh. But not long before. I mean, I tried to wait until it was obvious your relationship was failing. Thank you? You're welcome. You know, now that I think about it, I did bang Trillian after y'all had broken up. I think it was the day after you asked her something important. I, um, I asked her for my hand in marriage. Yeah, yeah, she did not like that idea. <laughs> what, what, while she, she, she found it funny and, and she kept laughing about it, apparently you had the best look on your face as, as she told you. It was hard to get her to focus on the, you know, the three-way we were having. <laughs> You had a three-way with Trillian the day after I asked her to marry me, resulting in the end of our relationship? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Who was the third person? Um, what was the name of that girl you were seeing last month? Janella? Yeah, that's her. Ah! Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you'd like to admit? Mm, nope. You? No. So, uh, what do we do now? I don't know. Um, maybe we should try to find a pose to die in, so whoever <laughs> finds a skeletal remains will have a good laugh. I could give you rabbit ears. No. We could raise the roof. No. <laughs> Fine. Hey, here, here's something. Hey, can, can I sit in the captain's chair? I don't know about oh, that. Oh, come on, please. I never get to sit there. And if you refuse, I'll never get the chance. It's against regulations. Please, 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 please. Regulations say. Please. Fine. You can sit in the captain's chair. Yes, let's do this. Okay. Okay, excuse me. Yeah, I'll go this way. Yeah, okay, here, let, uh, let me, there, there, Just and, okay, uh, and, and, and now, uh, for the, the sit I have been waiting for my whole life. Oh. <laughs> Gross, your chair is all sticky. Oh, that's jelly. 
Your chair is so comfortable. I could sit here, I'll, I could sit here till I die. Uh, speaking of which, how much air do we have left? Let me see, where's the readout over uh, it's, here? It's over, it's over there. Yeah. Well, that's not where it should be. Yeah, but it is right there, the O2 sensor. Wait, what's on the dial? Is that more jelly? Yeah, probably. Now, look, the jelly is obscuring the indicator. It's not the O2 sensor, it's the CO2 sensor. Really? <laughs> yes! This over here is the life support. Oh. Well, how's it look? Functioning normally. Oh. So we're not gonna die. No! Awkward. <laughs> Quite. So, do you wanna... Stop! Just... Just... Don't talk to me anymore until we reach port. Okay. I hate you so very, very much. And now for a WSHR news update. One of the alien ships that currently orbit our planet has just landed on the mall in Washington, D.C. As we speak, a delegation from Congress has arrived and is attempting to communicate with the alien craft. Currently, there have been no... Oh, wait, we're getting an update? It appears the entire delegation has been vaporized into ash. No word if the alien craft is responsible or if it was just a freak occurrence. <laughs> we will update you as more information becomes available. This WSHR news update is brought to you by the exotic delights of Sand Planet. Sand Planet, don't believe the stories. Sand Planet, as safe as the streets of Detroit on Devil's Night. Sand Planet, book your vacation today. Brother Malachi, Brother Colas, welcome to our offices. It is our pleasure, Project Manager. Is it not, Brother Colas? <laughs> I understand you've made some progress in our situation. We have. However, I think it would be best if I were to turn the floor over to my assistant, the Ballbuster. Ballbuster? Thank you, Project Manager. <laughs> Brother Malachi, Brother Colas, how has tourism been on your home of Sand Planet? Well, uh... Could be a touch better, <laughs> but we are holding our own. Wrong! Your numbers are in the space toilet. No, no, that's not good enough. Your numbers are in the fracking worm god's anus. No need for profanity, madam. <laughs> no need? No need? In the past six months, you've had, what, uh, a dozen or so tourists come to your backwater sand planet? Well, that sounds about right. Yeah, but we get by. <laughs> you get by. <laughs> do you? You get by? Indeed we do. How are the worm gods doing? How are they getting by? <laughs> well, uh, well, they have been a bit, um, restless lately. <gasps> 
No, Brother Colath, no need to discuss the unfortunate incident at the village Carnath. What happened at the village Carnath? Nothing of import. Be quiet, brother. It sounds like everyone in the village was eaten by the worm gods. Fine, fine, fine. Yes, yes, there was an incident at Village Carnath, but nothing that unusual. It so happens that we received a report on the incident at Village Carnath. From what we determined, the entire village was destroyed and all the residents... We refer to ourselves as sand planetarians. Right, Sal. The sand planetarians were eaten by the worm gods. Tis true. Brother Kolath, you hired my firm to increase tourism, and so far you have resisted every effort to do just that. Quiet, Kolath, that is not true. Brother Malachi, as the assigned social media guru, I have offered over a dozen ways for you to increase the tourism potential for your planet, and you've rejected every one. I have indeed rejected every one due to their dependence on deceit, Deception and outright lies. Unfortunately, that is exactly what advertising is built upon. Now, why do you need tourists to visit your planet? Uh, to bring in much needed sand dollars. <laughs> Quiet. As well as? To feed the insatiable hunger of the gigantic, terrible, and awesome worm gods. Right. And to get you more tourists to feed to your giant worm gods, we need unexpected synergies forming new paradigm shifts, resulting in market saturation of sand planet pizzazz. We need to burn ourselves into the people's frontal lobes. Brain damage be damned. I have no idea what you just said. Yeah, neither does Brother Colath. What we're saying is that we need a reason for people to come to your planet. Reasons other than, please visit Sand Planet to be eaten by the worm gods. That's what we're saying. What can we use to entice folks to come and visit Sand Planet? What did he say? Uh, during his missionary travels, Brother Kolath visited many other Sand Planets and noticed many of them have a large number and variety of prostitutes. <laughs> oh my. We considered that, but ultimately came to the conclusion that the worm gods would simply eat all the prostitutes. So what we've come up with is a way to market your world and get people to come based on your largest natural resource. Giant worm poo? No, sand. We posit that Sand Planet could hold the Interstellar Sand Castle competition. What do you think? Well, we, we tried that uh, 13 years ago. Uh, we had quite the turnout. The contestants were all building beautiful sand castles when they were eaten by our sand gods. Isn't that what you want? Yeah, but it was broadcast to the whole galaxy. I mean, lots of bad press. Right. <laughs> and that and the governing body of interplanetary competitive sandcastle builders has a long memory. Mm, right. The GBICSCB. Those guys are the worst. <laughs> they suck. So, any other ideas? 
Yes, Brother Colath, you have something to say? Intriguing idea. Uh, what did he say? Uh, uh, Brother Colath, in his travels as a missionary for our religion. The one where you lure unsuspecting tourists to their death by sandworms. Yeah, you got it. Okay, anyway, <laughs> in Brother Colath's travels, he discovered a delightful treat known as uh, frozen yogurt. <laughs> right, uh, right, excuse me. It is, it's actually better known as Froyo. Froyo? I like it. We could plaster social media with it. Come on down to Sand Planet, where the sands are endless, the air is hot, but the froyo is ice cold. Oh, I tell you, I'd like to sit in the hot sand and enjoy some delightful froyo. <laughs> Sounds good, but does it put our marketing over the top, as they say? Oh, I don't know. Oh, really wait. I don't... What if we offered free sprinkles? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. People, I think we found our marketing scheme. No, hold up. I hate to be the ball buster, but... But what? It sounds like Froyo would need refrigeration. Does Sand Planet have anything like that? <laughs> That's going to be a problem. No worries. We just get enough for the photo shoot. I concur. Most folk will be eaten by our worm gods before they even have a chance to ask for some delightful froyo. Everybody wins. Let us pray. And with that, Sand Planet enacted its new marketing plan known as Sand Planet, now with free froyo and sprinkles. And the tourists flocked to the world. And most were eaten. And all was good in the galaxy. <laughs> If you've ever presented your fiancé with a homemade Ewok coat, you might be a space redneck. If your spaceship's exhaust is deadlier than a gamma ray burst, you might be a space redneck. If the innards of a tauntaun smell better than your cockpit, well, you just might be a space redneck. If you've ever gone blind from drinking your rocket fuel for a buzz, you might be a space redneck. If your space suit is a pair of modified overalls, you just might be a space redneck. Coming soon to Sand Planet at a black box theater near you, it's Brother Colath and his hit one-man show, The Sarlacc Chronicles. Marvel at his penetrating insights, witty bon mots, and absurd observations. The only thing more amazing than his wordplay is his displays of incredible strength, such as when he battles the mutated sand spiders with his bare hands. <laughs> Experience his struggle to recover from the great sand war and the loss of his tongue. Hear his anguish as he rejects his religion. 
only to rediscover his faith in a speech that is sure to water many an eye of the audience. Laugh as you have never laughed before as Brother Colath performs his signature impersonations of celebrities you know and love. That's Brother Colath's one-man show, The Sarlacc Chronicles. Tickets available through Space Ticketmaster. See you at the show. And now for a WSHR news update. Alien invaders have touched down at major cities all over the globe, destroying property and enslaving millions. Authorities have issued vital instructions as to what immediately to do to keep your family safe from harm or death, <laughs> which we will reveal after tonight's regularly scheduled program. We continue the journey into the celestial void with Captain Standard and the crew. This is Flight of the Bucket, Doppelganger. Personal log, Lieutenant Gutman of the USCSS Bucket. For the time being, the bridge is quiet. Zack is no longer allowed up here due to his love of fire. And Captain has a cookie date with lungs down in the mess hall. All is calm. Still, something seems off about lungs. He's just so... Pleasant. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Still, all indications seem to be green. Nothing weird or unknown to deal with. Gutman out. Right. I'm a Bobby girl in a Bobby world. Life in plastic. It's fantastic. Oh, you can cut my hair and just me any. What now? Computer, what is it? Proximity alert. Unknown spacecraft. Again? Computer, open a hailing frequency. Ahoy hoy, this is USCSS Bucket, contacting unknown ship. Please respond. I repeat, please respond. I repeat, ahoy hoy, this is the USCSS Bucket, contacting unknown ship. Your proximity to our vessel without stated intent is a violation of the space regulations. Please respond. Attention, alien craft, if you won't respond, then I'll have to charge up our nuclear plasma death ray. I'm sorry, I meant our unregulated nuclear plasma death ray. I promise you, you do not want that. Computer? What is it? Unknown craft is sending a text message? Ooh. A text message? How middle school? Computer, read the message. Reading. Ahoy, ahoy. Comm systems down. Can receive but not transmit audio or video. Requesting permission to dock. End message. Request to dock? Computers, send the following. Attention unknown craft. Request received. Please identify yourself. Reply received. Go ahead and read it. Reading. Would rather not, as it would ruin the surprise. What the F? Attention unknown craft, be advised that there shall be no docking without authenticated identification. 
Please let me dock. I need to pee real bad. What? Uh, hey, hey, Gilman. Zach, what are you doing here? Uh, I I'm not sure. Um, well, what's up there on the scanner? Some unknown craft. Scanners say it's a courier, but they refuse to give an ID. Best just ignore it. Yeah, it's probably... Uh, um, do, do you think I could play with matches now? No! <laughs> no fires! Just go ahead and leave. You know you shouldn't even be up here. Uh, I know, but Bones told me to come up here, so... He did? That's odd. He knows the rules. Zach, has Lungs seemed odd as of yet? Uh, no, pretty much he's the bestest and brightest person that has ever walked on the ship. And we should pretty much just try to implicably trust him. Did Lungs tell you to say that? Mm, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Strange. Something seems off. Zach, quick question. Did you help Lungs with the laundry this morning? Uh, yeah, I helped him sort, and then we dried, and, and then we folded everyone's underwear. Mm -hmm. Underwear. Mm -hmm. Zach, be honest. Did Lungs steal any of my underwear? Uh, Come on, Zach. Tell me. No, no, he didn't. <laughs> Lungs always steals my underwear. This seems fishy. <laughs> Bridge Gutman speaking. Gutman, this is the captain. Uh, Lungs and I are coming up to the bridge. Prepare to cut engines. Cut engines? Is that wise? Um. Captain? She asked if that's wise. Is it? It. It, it is. Sure. Sure. I'll have another cookie. <laughs> yes, I should trust you implicitly. <laughs> captain. Uh, now, now, see here, Gutman, we are cutting engines and that's an order. We'll be up to the bridge shortly. Captain out. Now, that is damn peculiar. Computer? Working. Computer, do a scan of all life forms on board. Scanning. Scan complete. List all life forms. Working. Four sentient beings detected. One, Captain Standard, human. Two, Lieutenant Commander Anita Gutman, human. Three, unknown alien life form, unidentified. Four, Ensign Zachary P. Zach, something else. <laughs> huh, that's, uh, that's odd. The, the computer missed lungs. Oh. No, Zach. I don't think that lungs is on the ship. Computer, analyze the alien. Identify what species it is. Working. Zach, shut and lock the hatch to the bridge. Under no circumstances, open it for the captain. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. okay. All right, Captain, you, you've had a very nice sit down. Are you ready to try to continue on to the bridge? Uh, just a minute there, Lungs. I need me rest time after all those steps. Time is a wasting, Captain. Just a few more minutes. It's less than 50 feet to the bridge. I wear out pretty fast. Would you like another cookie? No, no, thank you. I believe I'm... Just take the goddamn cookie and eat it! Okay. Now listen to me. It's time to go to the bridge. It is? Yes, it is. Now get your fat ass up and walk! Okay. Zach, is the hatch securely locked? Oh, yeah, yeah, so what's going on with lungs? I told you, Zach. I don't think it is lungs. Oh. 
huh, well, that would definitely explain why he's been very friendly lately. Right, mm. he's never friendly, at no. all. Never. The question is, who or what has replaced lungs and to what purpose? Scan complete. Alien life form identified. Computer, print off findings. Printing. <laughs> really? A dot matrix? <laughs> um, we, yeah, we got a good deal on them. So, yeah. Whatever, okay, let's take a look. Oh. My. Gods. <sighs> okay, Captain, you get just a few more steps. We're almost to the bridge, come on. Uh, if I could just, just take a small break. No, no, you, you cannot take a small break. It has taken us close to 30 minutes to go from the mess hall to the bridge, a distance of roughly 100 feet. But, but it's uphill. Uphill? Slightly. How slightly? The bridge is seven feet higher than the mess hall. Ergo, it's an uphill walk. I, I, I can't even. Look, let's just get onto the bridge. Open the hatch. Okay. Access denied. Well, that's odd. Code should work. Oh, we'll try again. Access denied. Well, I tried. Let us allow the gentle slope of the ship lead us back to the mess hall. Stay right there. We're not through yet. I think I may get sick. Zach, did you eat any of Fake Lungs' cookies? Oh, yeah, I ate a couple. Yeah. Could you tell what they really were? Uh, no. Actually, uh, they were quite tasty. Gutman. Gutman, this is the captain, Gutman. Please respond. This is Gutman. Gutman, good. Listen, I am standing at the hatch to the bridge with Lieutenant Lungs, and for some reason I can't access the bridge. Be a dear and open the hatch, would you? Captain, listen to me. The person standing next to you is not Lungs. I repeat, it is not Lungs. It's some sort of alien imposter. She says you're not really you. <laughs> that, that you're some sort of, some sort of alien imposter. You're not? Oh, how can I be sure? Oh, of course I'd like another cookie. <laughs> say, you, you say you're not an alien imposter and that I should trust you implicitly? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gutman, I have discussed the matter with the lieutenant, and he assures me that he is not an alien. Furthermore, I deem him to be trustworthy. Captain, you don't understand. He's using mind control. Those cookies you've been eating allow him to put you under his spell. Really? Hmm. Gutman says that you uh, have me under mind control. Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. Now tell me, that's an order. You, you do have me under mind control. Okay, should I be concerned? No? Oh, okay. So, what should we do now? Oh, okay, okay. Okay, Gutman. Uh, turns out you were correct. Lungs is some sort of alien, and he does have me under mind control. Now, that is all cleared up. Do me a solid and allow, me a, allow us access to the bridge. I'm sorry, Captain. I can't do that. Damn it, Gutman, I told you to open the damn hatch, and that's an order. I heard you, sir, but I will not open the hatch. Disobeying a direct order is tantamount to treason, Lieutenant. It would be, except you yourself put me in command. I did what now? When you left the bridge, you stated, and I quote, the ship is yours. So until you return to the bridge, I am the captain. 
Gutman, when I said the ship is yours, it wasn't a legally binding statement. Now open the hatch. No, sir. I can't. You know what we got here? God's damn Sagittarian standoff. <laughs> Captain, I told you that's racist. Correct, but racist. Will Gutman's desperate gamble pay off? Will she be able to save the ship? Will she ever reveal what's really in those cookies? Maybe not. It's pretty gross. Find out in the next chapter of Flight of the Bucket, Doppelganger. With that, we conclude our regularly scheduled broadcast day. But before we leave the air, we turn to those vital instructions for you to follow regarding the alien invasion. Wait, my producers are saying that? Oh, it looks like we've run out of time. The aliens are on their way. We are being advised to exit the building and head to our second secret location immediately. Did you know that we have a second secure location? Now you do. And now we won't tell you where it is. That's it for our broadcast. Best of luck and keep watching the skies. Good night. <laughs>